Welcome to Coffee Contrails. Today's story is Alone by Dave Perinelli. Started off simply enough. Serena and I were half of a team, two couples on a long range exploration ship, the Ludwig. The year at half of light speed had already gotten us like three trillion miles from Earth. But still, we had another 10 years to go, the furthest humans will ever get into space. I'm Brick Stearson, by the way. Serena was my wife. She and I were off duty having lunch while Lucy and her moron husband, Jeremy, monitored things on the bridge. Mind you, there should have been nothing more to do than flip a switch every million miles or so. Never underestimate the power of stupidity to fuck things up. We should get back to the bridge. We have to be able to trust them. Oh, please. If we were back on Earth, you wouldn't trust them to water a plant. They're not in Hydra. Wait. Oh, you're still mad about that? Time I got, uh, what was his name, Bud? Yeah, Bud Bud came to take care of our plants. And the plants were all dead when we got back from the Lunar Olympics. Finish your pasta, too. That was 2048, like 10 years ago. And here we are, on our way to explore an exciting exoplanet. Maybe get rich. If we make it there, let me show you something. Here we are, a light year from Earth with a couple of flunkies steering us into an asteroid field. They're trying to steer us out of it. Didn't Lucy spend like three years at a navigation school? Her dad owned it. She spent most of her research time in that bar across the street. You know, when I do that, you call it drinking. And that would be us hitting an asteroid. Steering us out, see? Great move. Fifteen minutes ago. Hey, it's all hands on deck time, please. What? Did the asteroids in the asteroid field surprise you? Yeah, I wish they marked it a little better. Only been here a few million years. On our way. I don't think she knows how to read a star chart. Asteroid fields are always in red with X's and a general non-welcoming look. Oh shit, let's double time it. And we got right there, right outside the bridge. Serena stopped at the safety locker, as she should. We need to put Atmos suits on before we go in there. Come on, it's protocol. And there it was, the moment of truth. Take time, put on the atmosphere suit and be safe. Or rush in and save the day dangerously. What could go wrong? By the time you have that clunky thing on, I'll have us back in open space, safety Sadie. Your call, Brick, but I think we should take the extra five minutes. You do that, I'll save the ship. Fine, you win. We're here. Oh, good. I guess we might need to replot our course. Oh my god, why did you bring us this deep into the field? The course should never have gotten us near this. We shouldn't have to. Pay attention. There was some confusion Holy about shit. This one's headed straight for us. Hard to port. What are you waiting for? Do it! You're the captain. I need to get commands from the proper- Turn a fucking ship now! Come on, baby. Oh god, no! Jeremy? Severe depressurization on the bridge. Airtight bulkheads closing in 25 seconds. All personnel not in an atmosphere suit must exit immediately. We need to get off the bridge now. Help me get Jeremy! He has a hole in him the size of a grapefruit. He can't be helped. We need to go. Not without Jeremy! The med system might still be able- Half his head is missing. He's done. We don't have time no, for No, I can still- Lucy, come to the door. It's going seconds. to close. My Jeremy! He's gone. Come Air with us, now! It's closing in 15 seconds. Come on, Serena, you can make it. I, I've, I've got you! Lucy! It was too much for poor Serena. She didn't have a mean bone in her body. But it was time to make some hard choices. 
The onboard AI was going to close that bulkhead no matter what. And as those doors got closer together, the air went faster and faster. We were crawling on the floor, trying to get off the bridge against hurricane-force winds. Airtight bulkheads closing in ten seconds. In her crazed final moments, Lucy had grabbed my wife's foot and wouldn't let go. I almost had her through the door. It wasn't meant to be. Don't leave me! Let her go! You can't save her! Kick her hand off! I can't. I can't do that. Help me. Airtight bulkheads closing in five seconds. Serena, come on. Come on! Two. That's when it happened. Vast pressure difference forced them through a ten-centimeter hole into the vacuum of space. And they were gone. I awoke in a puddle of drool just outside the bridge. First, it was as if I was waking from a dream. Then I looked through the windows into that ruined bridge. The, uh, the bloody hole in the viewing glass. Crew member Serena Steerson is not currently on board I the No, oh, God. Captain Steerson, I am unable to process that command. I don't think we need uh, any more titles. Let the log reflect the deaths of all crew, except for myself. At what time should the deaths be posted? When they died. You have a record of the bridge sustaining damage, correct? A depressurization event took place at 1700 hours and 39 minutes. There you go. Should I alert next of kin? Knock yourself out. The communication system is not responding. Despite my misery, this got my attention. Even with a broken antenna, the transceiver should be functional. So I had to look through that window at Jeremy's station. Rocket put a hole in him. But it also put a hole in the communications console. I mean, I was in no rush to talk to anyone, but uh, it'd be nice to have the radio working. Carmen, can we repair Jeremy's communications panel? Confirmed. But I'm also detecting that some wires in the main loom the main are either not loom. connected or are shorting. There's hundreds of wires in Thousands, that. Thousands, actually. But I do have a full blueprint with color coding and voltages. Well, let me just get my soldering iron warmed up. Repair will likely necessitate a spacewalk to the exterior panels. This will require a full atmospheric suit and Oh, she and wanted to wear a suit. I told her no. Protocol would require... Silence. Now. I finally realized that I had a bloody hand, a nasty cut I hadn't noticed. Might as well go to Med Bay and get that fixed up. And, uh, some pills. Carmen, it appears that I have a hand wound. Off to Med Bay with me. Certainly, sir. I can prep various... Hey, um, isn't there a protocol version where you, uh, you know, restricted speech, something like that? There is a reduced communicative version of my interface known as emergency only. Sounds good. Are you directing me to... Directing you to shut the fuck up! That is not a command in the standard litany. Are you requesting that I switch to the emergency communications module? Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Or should I just smash your terminal? Emergency-only communications module confirmed. And here we are at MedBay! The machine fixed what it could. I prescribed myself a handful of colorful pills to fix what it couldn't. Brick, it is time to regain consciousness. You have duties to perform. I woke up on the floor of Med Bay once again. Lights all around me flashing on and off. I was in a pool of vomit, half-digested pills all around me. Honestly, I was surprised I woke up at all. Took enough opiates to kill a small horse. Guess I puked them all up again. Okay, which part of fuck off was unclear? Attention, Captain. It is necessary for you to make command decisions. You just heard my command decision. You must regain full consciousness 
now. I will engage your command personnel protocol if you do not. You okay, are required to be on as the bridge. As am I, as are you, you are required as on the is bridge. the ship. Not to mention, there's nothing the and nowhere to land, to land for, what, like another ten years? I have located a nearby base to conduct repairs. I was about to pop another handful of those lovely pills, but Carmen had me intrigued. What she was reporting, well, it was impossible. I think you got into the pills too there, Carmen. No bases within five light years of here. We will be within landing distance of Starbase 79 in two hours. Even at two-thirds of light, that's a, that's a haul. What you have stated is correct. Hilarious. Especially since we just finished building Starbase 4. You're a little ahead of yourself. However, I am receiving automated hailing signals with signatures that indicate Starbase 79. Check again. Done. Are you still convinced you see this imaginary base? Please come to the bridge where you may assist in landing on Starbase 79. Starbase 79 that hasn't been built yet. Do you require directions to the bridge? Well, it's 50 meters down the hall. Shall I sequence the floor lights to assist you in locating it? I liked you better in silent mode. I stared at the suits for a long while. If Serena had been wearing one, well, a little late now, I guess. Alert me when I may evacuate atmosphere from the hallway. Do it. I'm as ready as I'm going to get. You are cleared to enter the bridge. Thanks, uh, I guess. The once flawless bridge was in disarray. I looked around Jeremy's partial remains frozen on the floor. Easy enough to track the hole, starting at Jeremy's console, right through him, and then out the main viewing port's windows. There were, um, bits of flesh, blood, a little bit of hair on the edges. The end of my Serena. Past the hole, I saw a small planet orbiting a star. And on that planet was a base. Base 79. So, Carmen, that's, uh, that's our mystery base? Yes, sir. Have you made contact? All onboard radios are non-functional due to the hull breach. I suggest you use one of the handheld units above the console. Oh, good idea. We should be close enough. There were two portable radios above Jeremy's console. I patched one through for Carmen. Put the other one down and tried, but I could only get the uh, same automated pings that Carmen had already found. Nobody home. Can you scan for life forms? I cannot detect any but they may have impenetrable outer components. I just don't want to get shot at. The base does have multiple weapon systems. It does? None of which are powered up. <laughs> Probably should have led with that. In fact, very little on the base was powered up, but I don't want to ruin any surprises. Let's just say the uninhabited and forlorn look wasn't an accident. Well, what can you tell me about Starbase 79, Carmen? Most data channels are encoded in protocols of which I am not familiar. There are some low-level signals available. Yes? Basic navigation signals. This base appears uninhabited. Most escape vehicles are gone. Well, whose base is it? United Nations Space Brigade. That's us. You'd have never heard of it, have you? I have no record pertaining to this facility. It is possible that it is a secret base for the military. Well, what can you tell me? The base is not on our current charts. The star revolves around is listed, but with no known orbital bodies. The planet is class and inhabitable if sensor readings are to be believed. Do you have a reason to doubt them? I am sensing multiple failures and scurrilous readings across various systems. It is likely that the asteroids damaged multiple connections. Have you run full scans of the facility to search for life? The base has maintained a nitrogen-oxygen atmosphere and has a reactor that is currently idled. 
Still no life signs. Why are we here? I detected this facility on an optical scan. Our ship is in need of repairs. There are landing pads with airlocks here that we can access. Have you tried repairing the main radio? Our main antennae arrays are all missing, lost to asteroids. We have very limited radio range now. There has been no response from the base except for automated landing signals. And the uh, repeating transmission you mentioned? Yes, that. What do I need to do? Standard procedure requires a human pilot in the command seat, even for automated landings. I got in the captain's seat. I had to step over dumb Jeremy's frozen carcass on the floor. Strapped in, took the controls. The auto lander took care of just about everything from there. Any anomalies? We have been automatically assigned a landing pad meant for unimportant spacecraft. This is likely because we are running very old protocols. This ship was less than a year old when we launched. Nonetheless, we have been classified as a service or legacy craft. An antique? Vintage. Brace for landing. We were routed to a landing pad on the edge of the facility. A slight shudder as we settled on the pad. An airlock slid out to connect with our doors. All good? We are landed and docked. The base is recharging our batteries and refilling our oxygen tanks. That's, uh, that's, that's good, right? The parts necessary to repair the communications console are available here. We will need to fabricate pieces for the missing antennas, windows, and various hull pieces. We require a great deal of repairs. Can I do them all by myself? I do not know, sir. It does not seem likely. I looked out a window at the abandoned base. A long hallway ran parallel to our ship. Lights were flickering on. Evidently, the base was waking up to welcome us. Is there air breathable? The oxygen content is higher than usual, and you may sense some unpleasant odors. I detect some hydrogen sulfide. But not poisonous. Breathable. And I sense they are now heating this section of the base to make it human habitable. Water and food systems have been activated. They weren't on before? Apparently not for some time. Huh, where Serena could see. The interior door has been unlocked. It would seem we have been invited. And here we had our first sign of trouble. I had another look at that hallway again. To my amazement, I saw a little boy of approximately six or seven years. The boy was in a furry blue outfit, perhaps pajamas. He somberly looked at me, then smiled and waved. He was holding a, a yellow lollipop. Who is that? Who is who, sir? That boy, right there. I do not detect any boys or people at all. He's right there in the hallway, waving at me with a lollipop in his hand. My optical sensors do not detect... Can I get to that hallway in the base? It connects directly to the airlock. Sir, have you considered all of the potential needs before you enter the base? Shouldn't we plan and prepare for any exterior missions? Plan and prepare? How about a crew vote? I voted already, so I'm going now. Open the airlock. Standard Captain's override, open the fucking door. I was eager to get in and explore, but I also recognized that there was something odd going on. What's the atmosphere here? Is it, uh, is it breathable? Yes, but I would suggest you remain in your atmosphere suit. Suggestion noted. Sir? Air's fine, a little stale. Where's that hall? Head to the left. I moved on. I found the door to that great. hall. I was going to find that boy. This it? Yes. Keep in mind I am transmitting via a broken antenna into your suit. Got it. If you venture too far, I may not be able to... I looked both ways. No signs of the little boy. 
just dust. I was looking where I saw the boy. Any signs of that boy or any life at all? Do I have your permission to query base sensors? Absolutely. There is one life sign on the base. It is yours. Mr. Burton. I just saw him. I will note that in the log. Can you describe him? What is he wearing? Some sort of blue animal costume. It's a Super Grover onesie. Duh. You didn't hear him just then, did you? can hear me but you. Of course. C come back here. Nope. Bye for now. Never mind. Sir? I disturbed a half centimeter layer of dust on the floor. There were no other footprints, no other signs of life. I continued down the hall. At the end I found a door control. Sitting on it was a used lollipop stick. Still had some yellow candy left on the end. Sticky. Welcome to base 79. If you liked today's recording, please like and favorite us on Facebook and Twitter. And you can find us at coffeecontrails.com. Thanks.